reignite your passion for God and for his work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International Adenta Branch, as he comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service filled with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Roadshow, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving word of God. Now listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. Tonight, we just want to show a little appreciation to God for his undying love towards us. Hallelujah. And to help me do that, I would like to invite Mary (laughs) to help me sing this song. Amen. Now I 
I'm trying to depict the voice of God tonight. So I'll do something like this. <laughs> you're not alone, you're not alone, you're not alone, you're not alone. I hold your hand, I hold your hand, I hold your hand. I help you, I help you, I help you, I help you. To understand, to understand, to understand. Oh.
What a beautiful night. I want to thank our service pastor, Pastor Solo, watching for putting together such a beautiful service. Appreciate him with a hand clap. And our MC, Reverend Dr. Asso. be seated as we part ways tonight. I just want to share something very important because I realize many people are lonely. There is too much Loneliness. Students are lonely. Sisters are lonely. Brothers are lonely. Wives are lonely. Husbands are more lonely. I want to share this short message I've titled Addictive Love. The reason why you are lonely as a husband, the reason why you are married and you are still lonely is that you lack addictive love. After God created the trees, the fish, the birds, the mountains, the trees, he said, it's not good after he made man. It's not good that man should be alone. So he made for Adam a woman with calves. But even after God made Eve for Adam, Eve was still lonely in the garden. She was a married woman, but she was lonely. Adam was a married man, but he was lonely. How do you think the serpent had two hours to have a conversation with Eve? (laughs) Two hours. There is too much loneliness around. So on Valentine's night, I want to teach you how to have addictive love. You see, when we say something is addictive, it means it causes you to be dependent. It's a type of love that makes 
the receiver dependent. Yes. It's a type of love. When we say something is addictive, it also means it's something that makes a person abandon himself. Abandon himself compulsively to what is being received. So you even tell the person, stop. But because the person is addicted, the person cannot stop. Even when you say, go away, I don't want you. The person cannot go because there is what? Addiction. So the scripture readings we enjoyed this evening speak of the addictive love of Jesus Christ. And the people became addicted because of the nature of love that they experienced. Ladies and gentlemen, they brought him somebody who was deaf in Mark 7 and had an impediment in his speech. And that is where you find the link between speech impediment and deafness. Mark 7.32 That once you are deaf, you will naturally have speech impediments. And they brought this man to Jesus. And he cried in Hebrew, Ephata. That is, be opened. And straight away, his ears were opened. And as soon as, look at the order carefully, the ears opened first. And then he began to speak. Because you are not allowed to speak if you cannot hear. Nature does not allow speech without hearing. But Jesus, say addictive love. He told this man, I charge you, make sure nobody hears about this. Keep quiet about this miracle. But the Bible says the man had become addicted. That the more he charged them to stop talking about it, so much the more a great deal they publicized the miracle. Ladies and gentlemen, one of the ways you can generate addictive love is to transform a person into a soaker 
and a preacher of the word of God. When you convert an ordinary Christian into someone who comes to love messages and love preaching, the person becomes addicted to you. I am addicted to my pastor, Bishop Dagwood Mills. Because I was an ordinary medical student. But over the years, he has transformed me. He, he, has, he, has, he has unstopped my ears. He taught me how to listen to messages. And how to preach the word of God. Anybody you can get to be an addict of the word of God gets addicted to you because that life itself makes the person owe his whole life to you. My dear friends, the reason why I find this scripture, this topic very, very urgent is that it is not good for you to be alone. But God has already solved our loneliness problem by prophesying in Isaiah 43 and verse 4 that you are so special to him that he has given men for you and people for your life. So I ask you tonight, where are the men God gave you? Where are the people God gave you? Tell your neighbor, you are not supposed to be alone. You are not supposed to be alone. So why are you alone? The reason is that you have not developed love that causes people to be addicted to you. My problem now in life is to manage the responses I get from the love that emanates from my being. And there are many people in my life, as I look back, a lot of them who are so addicted to me have become addicted because of a certain change that has taken place in them. They have become love and lovers of preaching. Pastors and shepherds. I dare you on this Valentine's night to get someone to be a lover of messages. I'm telling you. I'm putting in your hands a key. Get someone to be a lover of witnessing and sharing and that person, even if you tell the person to keep quiet, they can't keep quiet about the love they experience. Many people who even had difficulty in going to church on Sunday today are pastors who arrive in church first before the rest come. It is not good for you to be alone. 
Then again, we see Jesus. He came to a city called Gadara. And he met a man, demon-possessed. As soon as the man saw him in Mark 5, he came to worship him. There was a conversation. And Jesus cast out the devil. That demon from him, about 6,210 demons with 47 horses and chariots. That, that is a legion. Yes. They entered into pigs. And the man was free. And in verse 18, when he was come to the ship, the man who had been possessed with devils prayed him that he might be with him. The man had become addicted to Jesus. One of the reasons why you are alone is that you have not been able to drive out devils from people. There are people around you with all manner of demons, perhaps including you. But there is something about a person out of whom demons have been cast out. When they become free, they know no one except the man who cast out demons from him. They know no one except the woman who cast out the demons from him. He said, I want to be with you, but Jesus suffered him not. He said, don't come with me. He said, go home to your friends and tell them what has happened to you. And that man in verse 20 departed and began to publish in the Decapolis how great things Jesus had done for him. And all men did marvel. Through that one miracle, Jesus had the respect of many more people. May you be empowered to drive out demons from people. May you be able to lay hands on people and cast out devils. Sometimes it's not even just laying hands on the person. But as you show love, people become healed. A lot of the demonic afflictions in people are a result of a lack of love they've experienced. A year by this time, may there be people in your life who had demons in them. But when they met you, you cast those demons out. Jesus had them. He had a woman called Mary Magdalene, out of whom seven demons. And that woman could not leave Jesus. She could not leave Jesus. So much that when Jesus died and everybody had given up hope that this liar is now dead, even his disciples were asleep. She got up 
and went to the tomb and saw a man. That man she thought was the gardener was Jesus Christ the resurrected. When you drive demons out of people, they have nowhere to go but to stick to you. One of the ways to have friends in your life is to take out demons. Cast them out as you live here. May you be a demon caster. And you don't need to be a pastor to cast out demons. He said, he that believeth. Once you believe, you shall cast out devils. Yes. Then, there's a story of our brother Peter. Jesus, I'm talking about addictive love. He preached a message. And when he preached it, the Bible says, many of the disciples left him. And then in verse 67, he said to the 12, will you go away? And then Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? Peter was saying that I don't have anywhere to go. I'm saying to you that tonight eh, you can heal your loneliness problem. Perhaps the reason why you are lonely because all the examples I've given are people like Christ. He ministered healing. He made a man who wasn't hearing things to hear. And now Peter is speaking. He said, I have nowhere to go because you have the words. One of the ways to develop addictive love is to be a preacher of life. A preacher of life. The reason why Peter wanted to stay with Jesus was not because he gave him rice. He said, you have words. When God anoints you and gives you words, you become someone around whom people gather to receive life. And they know that if they walk away from you, there is no life anymore anywhere. He said, you have the words of eternal life. And the next verse, he says, and we believe and are sure. So Jesus was not lonely. So will you not be lonely? I said, Jesus was not lonely. And so will you not be lonely? When you read books, when you listen to messages, when you spend time in the presence of God to pray, God gives you words of life. Words of life. Look, words of life is not just salvation message as in Jesus died for you, but be able to speak wisdom to cool down somebody's heart. 
someone with a dilemma, with a difficulty. They call us, I want to have a discussion with you. I've had, even this evening, I've had discussions with people about business. I'm not a businessman. Words. May people desire to look for you to hear words from you. So you realize that Adam was not talking to Eve. He was a married man, but he was lonely because the woman will not mind you if you are not a man with raps and wets. Look, everybody responds to love. Armed robbers respond to love. A lot of the reasons why people are some ways that they are They've got twisted souls. Which generally is a result of neglect. Yes. Abandonment. It's not just children who are abandoned. Husbands are abandoned. Wives are abandoned. Students are abandoned. Girls are abandoned. May God give you words. I've got thousands of people in my life. Because of what? Words. Addictive love. Tonight, eh? I want you to respect the words of St. Paul to the church in Corinth. 1 Corinthians 13, 13. The New American Standard Bible says, but now faith, hope, and love abide these three. But the greatest of these is love. Tonight, if you are poor financially, be rich in love. Yes. There are certain things money cannot buy that love can buy the bible says that the greatest is love the greatest is not money the greatest is not beauty it is not beauty the greatest is not a beautiful face have you not seen girls who don't look charming and stunning and striking but have got beloveds you see a girl with beautiful face and legs and nice sports. Once she's walking, it's like a, 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 like, like a fairy is moving. A fairy godmother is moving to be with her. Because the greatest is not beauty. The greatest is love. So even sometimes there are men who are surprised that they like certain people. I've met many guys who, who, who express surprise. That, I mean, why do I like this girl? She's not a beautiful girl. She's not whatever. But you see, the love that emanates from the person is magnetic. It's called addictive love. The greatest is not money. Passes. The greatest is not blue lights and green lights and flowers. 
the greatest is love. He who learns how to love learns how to live. Valentine's night is not for chewing of lips. Valentine's night is to learn how to love because he who loves has the greatest power ever on earth. He wields the greatest power. Love. I charge you, do not speak. That is exactly what the person that got. He cannot control himself. Addictive. Another time, Jesus Christ fed 5,000 people with bread. When he finished, he took a boat and went to the other side. Can you believe it? That the people managed to find boats. In fact, this particular time, he walked on the water. When he arrived at the other end, the people who were fed the previous day had managed to find boats to arrive at the other end and were giving Jesus fans. And Jesus said, Jesus said, Jesus said, you are not looking for me because of any messages, but I gave you bread yesterday. That is why you are chasing me. (laughs) Yeah. When you give people bread, they become addicted to you. May you meet somebody's physical need. May you bless somebody with a shirt. May you bless a girl with a pair of shoes. May you give one wig to a sister. May you put some food in somebody's hand. Bread can cause someone to be addicted to you. It is not good that a man should be alone. That you are 28 years old and can't find a beloved means that you are not a possessor of addictive love. Because I can tell you that any woman with hips and lips and fingertips with love will not lack bread. Will not lack a beloved. Yes, will not lack a beloved. I'm speaking tonight to wives who are lonely. Yes, wives who are lonely. I'm speaking tonight to husbands who are lonely. Learn to provide bread. The Bible says about the virtuous woman that she provides meat for her household. Meat. If you want to have friends, if you want your husband to be your friend, if you want your wife to be your friend, provide meat. Meat. Yes. The meat for the children is different from the meat for the husband. For there are, it may be, so many different types of meats. None of them is without signification. She provided meat. Jesus gave them bread. They crossed a river to chase him. Yes. Because there is something about the soul of man 
there is something about a hungry soul. Once it has tasted your bread, it will never depart from you. Because it says, I don't have any other place. On Valentine's night, I'm praying for you today that you will not be lonely. Pastors, have words that give life. Preach life. Sometimes even a rebuke is life. I've had people that nobody could control. They came to ask me why I don't face them anymore. Why? What have I done that you don't rebuke me anymore? You yourself become a lover of the word of God and a preacher of the word of God and convert other people, ordinary Christians, make them into preachers. They will stick to you forever. As you can tell, I don't have money to be sharing around. Neither do I cook rice. So the people around me, where are they from? They are from one of these channels. Tonight, you know, Paul, in the same First Corinthians 3, begins to describe love. That love is patient. If you are not patient with people, when somebody knows that you are patient with him or her, that person gets addicted to you. Because in life, people are not patient. Or they'll just bump you up. Away, away, get away, get away. But to know that he can make a mistake and come back, it's a type of love. That will let the person look for you. Love is kind. Some of us are not kind. Some of us are not kind. You are wicked. That is why you are alone. You thought you could use rings to capture a woman, to capture a man. No. Beyond the rings, you must develop kindness. 1 Corinthians 13, verse 8. Love is patient. Go back to 4. Love is patient. Love is kind. I'm talking about addictive love. If you, are, if you are a patient person, people like you, they get addicted to you. Oh, yes. Yes. That is how come a man who impregnated his wife twice and the wife gave birth to two boys, suddenly the man was without one of the boys. The wife who had two sons had only one son in the house. But the one who went away was confident that the father would be patient. That if I return to my father, he will have me back. So suddenly, the one who had only one restored his two sons in his house because he was patient. He kissed him. It's okay. You are dirty. I like you. You are some way. I like you. In my life as a pastor, I've loved people that I can see. That nobody likes this person. 
Because there is a reason why nobody likes this person. There's a reason. Obnoxious. Querulous. All types of problems. But a pastor learns a pastor's love should not be thermostatically controlled by people around. Yeah. Oh, yes. I said, a pastor's love is not thermostatically controlled. That is, the love I have for this one is not dependent on how you... When you are not anointed for somebody, you, you, you cannot stand the person's chicanery. May the Lord anoint you to love. Otherwise, you'll be impatient. Very impatient. And the more impatient you are, the more you lose your children. Yeah, oh, the children, they will go away. They will become stupid. They will become foolish. They will become rebellious. But they know that daddy will have me back. If I go and I say I'm sorry, daddy will receive me. And truly, they return and daddy receives them. That's the type of father we are looking for. Addiction. The love that causes people to be addicted to you. Yeah. That this person, there's nowhere I can get such advice. There's nowhere I can get such advice. There's nowhere I can get such love. Love is not smooching. Love is not smooching. Love is patient. Love is kind. It's not jealous. Yes. People are willing to introduce their beloveds to you. Because they know that you will not be jealous that you don't have a beloved and uh, 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 Jezebel has a beloved. A lot of people who are alone, I'm preaching. I don't know if you know what is Valentine's because I'm wearing red. Don't, 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 don't judge me by the color of the shirt I'm wearing. A lot of people who are lonely and alone and don't have relationships are, are at the core very jealous. Yeah, once they see that you have a car, I don't have jealousy, and jealousy drives people away. I should be able to drive my brand new car to your house and not feel that you say, Ah, but we are all in the church. How come you are? You, I mean, how I should be able to drive my car to your house. And expect that you say, wow, what a car. Bishop, take me out on a ride. Because I sense jealousy, I will not come to your house. So therefore, you have lost a friend. And you'll be lonely minus one. Jealous. When the keyboardist feels that the new keyboardist who has come plays better than him, he gets jealous. And once there is jealousy, it breaks relationships. You can't get, you, you can't be close to the person. You stand away. You move away. I say, oh yes, you play better. But I'm, if, if you teach me some of the chords, and suddenly you are, you are in a relationship with somebody, it cannot be that everybody should be below you. It cannot be. It cannot be that everybody should be below me. No. I should be able to accept a younger person who is more anointed than me. And be confident and stable in my soul that I love you. 
Love is not jealous. Love is, does not brag. Love is not arrogant. Arrogance drives people away from your life. Yes. The love that is addictive is not arrogant. It's humble. It's meek. Valentine's night is a night for you to learn meekness, not pomposity. Go back to the King James. Next verse. Love does not behave itself unseemly. Does not behave inappropriately. I'm talking about the reason why you are alone. See, addictive love does not behave anyhow. That some people, when you, see, as you are even going to discuss something with them, you cannot judge the person's reaction. The person's behavior is erratic. So you are, you, you are better off keeping quiet. And when I keep quiet, it means you've lost a friend. Because friendship is communication. And once I can't talk to you freely, I'm quiet. You've lost me. Love that is addictive does not seek her own, but seeks the welfare of others. Addictive love is love that cares for others. That I don't have it all, but I'll ensure you have first. The reason for chaos in marriages is husbands and wives who are unable, they are incapable of thinking of the other. They cannot even enter the soul of the other and see that this person has this need. The man has not learned how to love a woman. I told the brother recently, I said, don't raise your voice at your wife. No matter how upset you are, do not raise your voice. Learn how to live with a woman. She will upset you. She will do things you are not happy with. Learn it that this is a woman. Yes. Don't expect, I told him, don't expect your wife to behave like you. Then it means you are a homosexual. You want to marry a man. Then you mistakenly found a woman. Because a woman will never behave like you. You won't even know when she wants to say yes. Because her no is a yes. And when she says yes, it's a no. You have to read behind the lines and look at the eyes and the face and how 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 the mood is to 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 say this yes is a yes or this yes means a no receive wisdom but if you are there and you are selfish you will never even know the unspoken body language of your wife yes husbands are deficient in this and so are wives of course over 95% of wives do not know the physiology of a man they don't know how to handle a man totally bankrupt and parade with wigs and rings and lipsticks useless the man master should have rather married his roommate in school he should have married his roommate but he thought he wanted softness Softness from the breast. Softness from the thighs. Because the breast is soft. It's a soft organ. So you hold it soft. It's soft. 
But today, about 80% of wives are karate champions. When you touch the table, wow! Eagle's claws, snake's face, and cat's paws. Touch not my anointed. Today, your breast is anointed. When you are with your boyfriend, your breast was not anointed. Today, your breast is anointed. Touch not my anointed. And do my prophet no harm. Is your breast a prophet? Is your breast a prophet? Today, when I touch your breast, I'm harming your breast. God bless you. I'm talking about addictive love. You see, the love that makes people come close to you is the love that does not seek her own. Yes. They know that, I mean, times that, I didn't even have a car. I was excitedly dedicating cars. You don't need to have a car to be excited about your church member's car. When you are working, still be excited that your member has got a job for, for, with Ministry of Energy. Think at no evil. I'm t- please, believe what I'm saying. One of the reasons why a lot of people are the I know, lonely is that they have bad thoughts. Bad thoughts. When you are good to them, they interpret the goodness to mean something else. When you bless them with something, you see, when you visit her, she says that you are in love with her. When you send a text, it, says, it means that you are not, I can't understand. And the man who was given one talent had bad thoughts. So I knew that thou were an hard man. Yes. Reaping where you have not sown. Therefore, I went and hid my talent. What was the end of that man? He was cast into outer darkness. Outer darkness is a place of loneliness. You see no one. You feel no one. You are alone in your black darkness and your gloomy doom. Just because of how you were thinking. A year by this time, may the number of friends you have double. Yeah. You need people. It is not good that a man should be alone. You want to be a pastor? You cannot be alone. I'm not alone. I'm not alone. I'm being held everywhere. Everywhere. With love. Love in their eyes. Oh, yes. Yes. Love. There's nobody since I was born. I've put a gun on the head and say, do something for me or I'll blow your head. No. Rather, maybe if there's a gun, I would use it to say, stop it or I'll blow your head. But they can't stop. The harder you stop them, the harder they come. May you live here to be kind, to be patient. Live here, learn kindness. Be kind to people. Bless people. Live here. Don't be arrogant. Otherwise, you'll be lonely. People cannot stay around arrogant people. Puffed up. You see that it's like always everybody is down and you are like everybody must bow to you. Like you are the queen of England. We've not seen your type before. Everything 
anybody does offends you. You have never heard once that you are confessing that you offended somebody. Since you were born, everybody has offended you. I mean, there's not even once that you have done something to offend somebody. Next verse. Rejoice not in iniquity. That's how to have people in your life. When somebody falls, you should be the, 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 the first person to hold the person's hand and to lift the person up. Don't join the person's enemies to sing songs and wear white that you are falling. I told you. I said you will fall. I, I, didn't I say it? I said you will fall. Yeah. That's how you are alone. Easily rejoices when somebody has a problem. You can't wait. Some of you can't wait to hear bad news about the, 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 the lady who married here three months ago. Oh yes, you can't wait to hear that the husband is already beating her. That they are about to divorce. I mean, bad news is like sugar in your blood. You are evil. You can't wait to hear that he has lost his job. I told you, that guy, I said he will lose his job. I told you he will lose his job. But there's a person, eh, when he hears that somebody has fallen into a problem, he's the first to send a text message. He's the first to call. He's the first to visit. I am coming to commiserate with you. That person, that is addiction. Addiction. Next verse. Bear it all things. The number of your friends is directly proportional to your level of tolerance. The number of friends you have, the number of people in your life is directly proportional to your level of tolerance. So is the depth of love in your marriage related to how you can tolerate mistakes of your husband, the mistakes of your wife. Yes. When he comes back bruised, you nurse the soul. But some of you, you cannot take nonsense. Meanwhile, marriage is full of nonsense. There is nothing in the world that is full of nonsense like marriage. Hope at all things. Endure at all things. Verse 8. Charity never faileth. Don't fail, people. People around you should be able to say that I know he will be around. I know she will call me. I know she will visit me. Yes. Some of you have failed. Pastors, don't fail. When your member has a problem, they should tell. They should be able to vow that you watch as I'm here. My pastor will arrive right now. And you will arrive. Many of you, you are alone because you have failed. You failed. You promise and you fail. You said yes to the guy when he proposed. Say you marry him. Suddenly, you have become moody. You have changed. You are whatever. Before you know it, you are working with Ben. You failed. And if Ben is wise, he'll be very careful about you. Because if you can do it to Francis, you will do it to him. Ladies and gentlemen, prophecies will fail. Prophecies will fail. Katsuna Bagaya. Tanks. Rimako Telebabaya. Imiribobobo. They will fail. It's called tongues failure. Prophecy failure. Knowledge shall fail. Knowledge shall vanish away. Yes. 
we know in part and we prophesy in part. All the things that look powerful, prophecies, preaching, gifts, talents, actually, if you care to know, if you take me back to verse 1, I think it's a fitting conclusion to this sermonette. Yes, that if you speak with the tongues of angels and of men, and you don't have charity, you don't have love, the tongues is nothing. You are, you are, you are a noisy person. So, it, love is what even validates spiritual gifts and abilities. Love. Your ability to be patient, to be kind, to endure, never to fail, is what makes your tongues powerful. Yes. Otherwise, you are just a fetish priest, mumbling and rambling. Though, verse 2, I have the gift of prophecy. And understand all mysteries. And all knowledge. And though I have all faith, and faith that removes mountains, and I have not love, I am nothing. And nobody wants to be around somebody who is nothing. Can you see that you preach very well, but because you don't have love, your ministry is nothing. And someone who doesn't preach as well as you do has got members. At least has got 30 members and you are struggling with 17. That is why the Bible says the greatest is love. It goes on and says, even though I, I, I give my body, I give my goods to feed the poor and I give my body to be burned and I have no charity. I'm talking about addictive love. You see, when you have love, it is more powerful than even giving of iPad and uh, 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 rice and shoes. People respond more to love than an iPad you have given the person. Yes. You can even give your body to be bent. But if there's no love, it's nothing. Yeah. May we live here as carriers of love. Yeah. May we become magnetic you magnetize employees. You magnetize your employer. You magnetize your boss. May God give you a revelation of what love means to this person and show love. But best of all, I tell you, always seek for opportunities to be present when nobody is present. Yes. They will have nowhere to go except to call you. May God give you words of life. May God give you wisdom. May somebody in America take a plane. I got a text message. Somebody said, I'm buying a plane ticket for somebody to come to Ghana to meet with you. Today, I can show you the text message. Thousands of pastors around. Hey. But she knows that you are able to May you have words. May somebody look at you and say, I have nowhere to go. If I leave you, I cannot get the advice only you could have given me. 
if I leave you, there's nowhere I'll experience the patience and the kindness and the love and the humility and the, and the, and the, and the, and the tolerance. Therefore, I'm with you forever. Do with me what you want to do with me. I won't go. Even if you sack me, I won't go. May there be something about you that makes people become addicted to you. Now abided faith, hope, and charity. These three, but the greatest is love. And better still, addictive love. Rise to your feet and let's close. Father, we thank you for tonight. And Father, we bless your name for your great, great blessing in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe that you have been truly blessed. You can send a mail to Bishop Edwin Ogo at bishopedwinogo at gmail.com Introduce this podcast to a friend, keep listening, and keep living passionately for God.